Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. his feeding of the 5,000 back in chapter 14. So that does beg the question, I mean, why even tell us about it? Why even tell us about it? I mean, it, it, it's, it's like the, the, he, he just did that. So even if he did it again, why do we really need to know? I mean, it's worded the same way. It's, it's the same thing all over again. Today's passage is sometimes used by skeptics to argue for imperfection of Scripture. We're all familiar with the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000, and here's an extremely similar story, except it's 4,000. Is it a mistake? Is it the same story? Today, Pastor Robert will help us understand the significance of this account. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert, I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 15 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We're back in Matthew's Gospel, you know, for the third time. Actually, we've been through the New Testament twice as a church, and uh, now the third time restarting our study of the New Testament Scriptures. But um, we we find ourselves at at another beautiful account of the compassion of the Lord Jesus here in, in Matthew chapter 15. And if you remember last week, we took note of the fact that Jesus had traveled out of Israel down into Syria and Lebanon, where he encountered a Canaanite woman. And I can't prove it to you from the Bible, but I believe that one lady was the main reason he went down there. The reason I say that is is that the fact that Matthew and Mark both wrote about his encounter with, with this lady. She was the only individual person there in that region um, that, you know, that were given an account of, of what happened with her. And and Jesus, he took this, this Canaanite woman, this this Gentile woman, you know, her people worshipped all kinds of different pagan gods, but um, she believed Jesus could make a difference in her life. And because of her faith, Jesus was able to take her and, and basically, did, you know, this, this woman who, who would have probably been viewed by the disciples of Jesus in much the same way that the disciples of Jesus were viewed by the Pharisees, and Jesus was able to take her and, and, and kind of use her as an instructor. It, you know, to, he, he enabled her, allowed her to teach a lesson to his disciples in the subject of humility and, and faith. 
And now, as Jesus and his followers work their way back to Galilee, it seems from the way Matthew words this that many of those Canaanite people actually followed along behind him. Matthew 15, 29 says, Jesus departed from there, skirted the Sea of Galilee, and went up on the mountain and sat down there. Then great multitudes came to him, having with them the lame, blind, mute, maimed, and many others, and they laid them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. So the multitude marveled when they saw the mute speaking, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. Now Jesus called his disciples to himself and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they've now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. And I do not want to send them away hungry lest they faint on the way. Then his disciples said to him, where could we get enough bread in the wilderness to fill such a great multitude? Jesus said to them, how many loaves do you have? And they said, seven and a few fish and a few little fish. So he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and the fish and gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to his disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitude. So they all ate and were filled, and they took up seven large baskets full of the fragments that were left. Now those who ate were 4,000 men, besides women and children. And he sent away the multitude, got into the boat, and came to the region of Magdala. Now, we're going to stop right there for now. You know, this is so similar to the feeding of the 5,000 that Matthew wrote about back in chapter 14 that the so-called experts, the higher critics of Scripture, say this didn't happen. And in fact, they, they use this as evidence proving that the gospel writers just made up all the supernatural miracles that the New Testament tells us about that this is just one more example of them embellishing and, you know, using hyperbole and, and, and making things up out of whole cloth to, to try to prove that Jesus had these supernatural, miraculous, magical, whatever, abilities. And you know what? It, it is almost identical to his feeding of the 5,000 back in chapter 14. So that does beg the question, I mean, why even tell us about it? Why even tell us about it? I mean, it, it, it's, it's like the, the, he, he just did that. So even if he did it again, why do we really need to know? I mean, it's worded the same way. It's, it's the same thing all over again. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But there are two other things that I want to look at first. I'm going to give you three in total from this passage that I think we'd be wise to take a look at. Number one... Verse 30 says that great multitudes came to him, bringing with them the lame, blind, mute, maimed, and many others. Matthew gives us a little more specific number, right? Great multitudes. Matthew says, yeah, 4,000 men plus women and children. And they came to Jesus bringing with them these incurably afflicted friends and neighbors and family members, people, people who were blind, they couldn't see, people who were maimed. They were lame. They couldn't walk. They were, you know, deformed in some way. They, they had these incurable physical handicaps. 
Mark tells us the story of one man in particular who was deaf and mute. The question that strikes me from this is why? Why did they do that? Why did they do what they did? You know, we take it for granted because we kind of know the story. We've read it. You know, we've heard about it. But you, gotta, you have to take a step back and think about this thing for a second. Why would they do that? 4,000 men, the vast majority of whom I think it's safe to assume lived from hand to mouth, meaning they, they didn't have a whole lot. They were not wealthy people. And they dropped everything. It says that they continued with him for three days. So, you know, he's worried about them because they hadn't had, uh, or they didn't have, you know, stuff to eat. They didn't have food. They didn't have nourishment. He's like, I don't want them to faint as they go back. The implication being that it may very well take them three days to get back where they were going. So these people had taken several days off, maybe as much as a full week off from work. They're losing the income, losing that opportunity, you know, whether they were farmers or carpenters or whatever the deal was, they took a significant amount of time to go chasing after Jesus, carrying with them people who couldn't walk, people who couldn't see, people who couldn't hear, couldn't speak. You get the picture? You understand what I'm saying? This was a big deal. I mean, even today, right? We have wheelchairs. We have all these you know, modern things that would help us with stuff like that, but they didn't have all that. it. Would, it would be hard even if you had a wheelchair. Remember, they're going through the desert. You ever tried to push a wheelchair out on the beach? Or, I mean, it's, they're carrying these people. Why would they do that? The answer's simple. They actually believe Jesus could do something about it, right? These people actually believe. Here you got 4,000 men who actually believed, apparently, that Jesus could heal their friends and their family members. When's the last time you said to a friend, please come to church with me. Let us pray for you. Jesus can heal you. Pastor, I don't don't have that kind of faith. Yeah, actually, the Bible says you do. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, We know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.